Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Janelle McLaughlin. You can read it on her blog at innovativeeducationsolutions.net slash blog. You can also connect with Janelle on Twitter at ms underscore mac4 or on Instagram at Janelle underscore mcl. Now, here is Janelle's blog post, How Necessary Is STEM Really? How necessary is STEM really? Hearing about STEM programs being incorporated into schools is nothing new, though I still frequently encounter districts that don't have any kind of STEM initiative in place. That actually doesn't alarm me at first glance. See, I have also worked with schools who have a set-aside STEM time one day each week and with schools who have a pull-out STEM class that everyone attends on a weekly basis. I've also worked with an art teacher who had her students use the one 3D printer to design and print Christmas ornaments the week before winter break. And I've walked through schools with empty maker spaces. These actually alarm me much more than an absent verbalized STEM program. STEM, or STEAM if you're really progressive, is absolutely necessary, but not as a here's your STEM time for the week kids kind of way. STEM strategies and the mindsets they trigger need to be an ongoing addition to every classroom, regardless of subject and grade level. Fostering critical thinking skills and empowering students to look at a collection of data to identify problems and challenges, leading to working out solutions to those, are skills every student should have the opportunity to hone all day long. Students of all ages like STEM activities so much because STEM is rooted in everything that makes kids, kids. It taps into their inherent curiosity and desire for exploration. It allows them to be both critical and creative thinkers and allows deeper learning to occur, usually without them even realizing it's happening. This is similar to makerspaces. Don't get me wrong, great makerspaces are phenomenal places of learning. But when a teacher has to reserve the room for 30 minutes, it's often seen as something that has to be tacked on to an already full day. Makerspaces should actually be a replacement or extension of learning. That's the downside to the lab setup. At some point, the timer goes off and the making has to end. It's like telling students that they can't use math strategies and social studies because math time is over for the day. I have worked with countless schools who believe in the power of student-driven learning. These educators don't think in silos as much as teachers in traditional classrooms do. Instead, STEM, design thinking, making, all become part of the continuous learning process. When makerspaces and STEM time are a once a week special, it's like saying that we will only use that mindset and those strategies when we are in that space. That goes against their very philosophies of purpose. My son, who's now 13, started making stuff from our recycling bin and a roll of tape when he was only three years old. I didn't have to teach him to be creative or how to work through an iterative process, he just did it. He got to create anything his mind could imagine. He crafted everything from swords and shields to helmets for the cat, (laughs) and even some cardboard underwear. 
I did something similar in my second grade classroom before the maker movement was even a thing. I just put out all the random art supplies I had collected and let students create. Too often, administrators think that makerspaces have to be this separate room with all the latest tech toys. Those tech toys are great, but they aren't what makerspaces or STEM are all about. So yes, STEM is a necessary component in contemporary education. I just don't want to see it as a separate class or a separate time of the week. Project-based learning is an excellent way to integrate all subjects and allow for continuous authentic learning to take place. We need educators at all levels to think outside of bell schedules for this to really work. When asked how I want to see STEM in schools in the future, I answered that I want STEM strategies and the STEM mindset to permeate all that we do in education. This is when we truly produce students who are life ready. For more on STEM, check out the work being done by Chris Woods on his podcast, STEM Every Day. And for great resources on the making movement, find Mandy Figlioli on Twitter. You just heard, how necessary is STEM, really? A post written and read by Janelle McLaughlin. You'll find this article at her blog, located at innovativeeducationsolutions.net slash blog. If you're listening to this on a mobile app, you should find a direct link to the blog post in the show notes. You can also connect with Janelle on Twitter at ms underscore mac4 or on Instagram at Janelle underscore mcl. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. This podcast is created entirely using phones and the Anchor app, which is free, proving that you too can start podcasting today with no money in and no special equipment needed. If you have any questions about how to get started, feel free to pass them along and I'll do my best to help. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast. Thank you.